0: Good morning, beloved Elder Miller with your spiritual soul food for a transformational Tuesday. God bless you. Have a smile on you. I'm excited. Amen. Amen. I don't know about you, but sometimes it seems like the world is just pressing, pressing too much and you just can't catch a hold. But I'm so glad that I, 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 lean to the word of God. I I fall to my default, which is Christ Jesus. I thank you for he is my savior. He is my Lord. He is my friend, my confident. As a matter of fact, he is my all in all. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you once again for this place, this time, this position in the universe. God, I thank you, Father God, for you woke us up early this morning. Thank you, Father God, for giving us a mind to, to seek you while you yet still be found. We thank you, Father God, for you are the giver. You you are the keeper. You are the restorer. You are the all in all, the ancient of days, the everlasting, the almighty. And I thank you for what you're doing in me, through me. And God bless those who would hear, heed, and live. For it is in the name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. 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 The Lord put it on my heart. I'm sharing something that I have read. Amen. And I believe that it would help us. Listen, let me drop in your spirit two scriptures. Uh, You might want to go ahead and read them in the entirety in your own uh, devotion time. Uh, John 17, the 14th verse, it says, I have given them remember now let me just put a pin right here the the book the bible the biblos the logos is not written to the heathen is not written to the unsaved not that they can't read it but they can't really understand it you have to be saved to receive revelation now god can do whatever he wants but revelation belongs to those who eyes have been opened. Go back and read the Bible. He says that that they have ears, but they cannot hear. Yes, beloved, that's why Jesus taught. And then that's why he died, that you might be saved and then opened up, brought in now becoming a child of the king, knowing the things of the king and the kingdom. All right, John 17, uh, verse 14, he says, I have given them your word and the world has hated them for they are not of the world, any more than I am of the word. Jesus now says, let me read it one more time, and I'm reading from the New International Version. It says that Jesus, that he has given them God's word and the world has hated them for they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. John 14 verse 27 says, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not be afraid, beloved. Many people today are are living in a state of 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 too much, too much doing, too much thinking, too much. Pressure being applied. We live in a world that's that's always grabbing. We don't understand. We see the things in the news. People are coming from all different directions, killing. And I, you know, we might say it's not new. Maybe not, but it does seem to be more, yes, more pressure, more stuff, more more things just going on, I, I don't know, I've been here for a little while, and, and it, I don't remember seeing the amount of hate, uh, divisiveness, uh, lack of civility, just plain utter uh, nonsense, it's a pressure being put on people, and the reality is that the adversary is constantly bombarding you to be conformed To a system that is not of God. God's system, go back to the creation moment, was a system of peace and tranquility, restorativeness and relationship with him, for he is the God of peace that reigneth forever. But through the fall, we have been disconnected now and brought into a world of agitation. Remember now that the adversary is the counterfeit, the counter to the way of God, the realm of the kingdom of God, and the counterfeit realm of the kingdom of the prince of the air. So if God is good, then the adversary is bad. If God is peace, then the adversary is is agitation. So, beloved, we're living now in a world that is constantly causing us to be stretched beyond what is our limit. That's why people break. That's why people explode. That's why people just lose their grip. You see, beloved, so many of us, and those who, who have not Embrace the revelation. Those who have not come in and and found the peace in the pasture of the king are on the edge and ready to flip the script, throw in the towel, lose it at the drop of a dime, the wave of a hat. Yes, beloved, the atmosphere is charged with electricity that is built on stress pressure, discouragement, and uh, mm, negativity. That's a mighty, powerful word for God is positive. God is good. And when we consider the amount of negativity that's going on, it's simple to see that it's not of God. But the good news is this, my friends, for the body of Christ, those who name the name of Jesus, they may be in the world, but we see in John 17 that we are not of the world. Oh, I thank God for Jesus that we are here. And there's a reason we're here to work it out, to get it right, to prepare ourselves to really live. Beloved, you know, I've heard in the church that we are uh, uh, in the world of the dying, headed to the world of the living, that this flesh world, I mean, and listen, listen, we're going to keep it real, real, real. Listen, I don't want to die and you'd be crazy to say that you, but if you really understood it, that this world is not your home, that this, this transitional framework, this, this earthen vessel, this flesh meat body is really not the real you, that when you come to that place, when God finds and feels that you are prepared or that you fail, then you will transition to the reality of the you, you. I'm talking about the spirit man. Yes, beloved, we are in the world, but we are not of the world. We don't have to operate in the world system. The Bible declares that we have been set free from the law of sin, which is missing the mark, and of death. Beloved, we don't have to die. I'm not talking about physical death. But I'm talking about spiritual death, that disconnect, that, 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 that constant depression, that, that always being pressed down. Now, the Bible declares that a man that's born of a woman is full of trouble. Yes, there is trouble. But the reality now is that when you have come into the kingdom, when you have accepted Christ and as your Lord and Savior, he is constant and consistently with you. And the Bible claims that there's more with you when you're with him than there is in the world. That whatever comes your way, we see it so much. The illustrations are consistent in the Bible that he will be with you. He will bring you through, bring you out, and you always come out better than you went in. We are in the world. We're not other world. We don't operate in the world system. We don't act like the world. We don't react like the world. Let me drop this in your spirit. Here's another thing. And they say that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing expecting a different result. Beloved, here it is. You're operating and you're not getting any further. You're doing the same thing. You're being upset, depressed, disturbed. Beloved, listen, change your your, your mindset. Change your attitude from an attitude of grabbing and and, and trying to do what you want to do and become the mind of Christ, selfless, humble and unified with the word of God. Then you will find peace that passes all understanding. You see, beloved, our attitude and our approach got to be, has to be different than the world. The respect world responds to problems and difficulties by becoming upset and discouraged. But Jesus tells us that we should stop allowing ourselves to become agitated, disturbed, or upset. Put a pin right there. Pump the brakes. That's what the adversary is trying to get you to do, to become discouraged, to, to give up, to become angry and, 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 and despaired. No, beloved, hold your head up, child of the king. There's nothing that the world can throw at you that God can't bring you through. And know this, that even if you don't get through, he'll be there with you. Come here, Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. See, this is real life. These examples are real that we will see how we can come through. Fiery furnace, hotter, seven times than ought to be. The ones who prepared the fire are consumed by the fire, yet the Hebrew boys, the foreigners, the word Hebrew means foreigners, foreigners to this world system. See how that word works when you understand how the word is intentional. The Hebrew means foreigner, stranger, they're strangers in a land. They're strangers in a system. They're foreigners in this kingdom of the world. But God now gets in the fiery furnace with them. He doesn't bring them out of it. He lets them go in because he wants them to know that whatever happens, he will be there with them. That's their faith now causes the impossible to be possible. King Nebuchadnezzar looks in the fiery furnace. He says, oh my, did not we put in?" Three, but now I see four. Watch this. Here it is. That's it. That's our work. Now he sees Christ. He sees Christ where he had not seen him before. He sees the reality. Watch this and read the story. He is transformed. He now accepts Christ. He says, it must be, it must be the God who is able. And that's our work. We're given the ministry of reconciliation. To restore and redeem we're given that that's our purpose, beloved. when we look at that verse fourteen chapter fourteen verse twenty seven we see that our attitude can be and must be different than the world. Yes, our attitude and our approach has to completely turn around and and, and cause situations to change. we're called to be to be to be change agents. We're called to be to be to be thermostats. Not thermometers. We're not to just allow our temperature to go up and down, but we are called to set the atmosphere, to set the temperature, to cause change to be happening in the world. Yes, beloved, I'm talking about a right attitude. I'm talking about a positive mind. And uh, listen, and I'm not talking psychoanalysis or, or, or just positive thinking. I'm talking about a change of mind, a Bible mind, a God mind, a Christ mind, that mind that first was in Christ Jesus. And I'm not talking about so holy that you're no help. I'm not talking about about pointing a finger and be judgmental to others. No, I'm talking about the fact that we have all sinned and come short of the glory, but we all who have accepted Jesus Christ are consistently pressing towards the mark of the high calling that we're working today to be the best child of God that we can be today. Because tomorrow's coming with all its own problems, situations, and circumstances. So, beloved, the right attitude now opens the door for God to do a supernatural work in you and through you. Yes, the right attitude is what allows you to be in the world, but not of the world, even though you're surrounded by the world. Remember now that Jesus is taking the power that will harm us. Because we are in Christ. We are, we are positioned in Him in Christ. It's no longer I that live but Christ that lives inside of me. See how the word works beloved? We've got to tap in and walk by faith trusting God that he is and can do everything he says. You see beloved when we move in this way, when we face life in a calm and confident manner knowing that I am more than a conqueror that greater is he that is in me that I can stick my chest out, hold my head up and know that there is is no weapon formed against me that shall prosper? Let us pray. Father God it is again that we come, knowing, Father God, that yes, we are here but this is not where and what we are. We are more than, we are greater than, that he who lives inside of us is all in all, that we are positioned and we are his possession. We are positioned in him and we are possessed by him. And if that is so, then also now the reciprocal has to be that in my position that I also possess him. I am in Christ. He is in me. We are one. We are united. We have that Same spirit, that same anointing, and I can walk mighty. I can step boldly, that I am more than a conqueror. So today we come with that conquering spirit, coming against depression, despair, lack, poverty, debt. We come against sickness. We come against that very mindset of negativity, and we release now the positive mind, the abundant life, the prosperous life, the peaceful life in those who named the name of Jesus Christ. We're claiming that which the adversary has taken, that which he has lied and, and manipulated and released now the very joy of Jesus. We thank you today, Father God. For even in the midst of this world, we choose to respond to you with peace and the mind of Christ. God, we love you and we thank you for it is in that name that we pray. Amen, amen, and amen, amen. My beloved, listen, until the next time, this is Elder Miller with your spiritual soul food. And know this, I love you, but God loves you best.